0: On today's news episode, we discuss some changes to Disney Vacation Club resale contracts, more rising cost of theme park tickets, and a new Illuminations dining package. These and more stories on episode 158 of the Capture the Magic podcast.
1: You can catch new episodes on this podcast channel every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You can find us on ctmpodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. You can win a free t-shirt or just text CTM Podcast to 44222 to sign up as well. Don't forget to follow us on social media and catch us on our YouTube channel.
0: This episode is brought to you by Capture the Magic Vacations. For all of your Disney World and Universal Studios Florida vacation planning, head on over to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic. They take care of everything from hotel bookings and park tickets to fast pass planning and dining reservations. There is no charge to you for using their services, so be sure to request a quote with promo code CTMP to receive a free gift with your vacation booking. They are also currently looking for travel agents with experience and those with a passion for Disney. You can go to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic and complete a join our team request. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the news show today. My name is Jamie Lee and I'm joined by my husband, Jared Lee. How are you, Jared?
1: I am swell. How are you doing?
0: I am okay.
1: <laughs> Just okay.
0: Just okay. Not feeling super great, but. Um,
1: Is there a reason for this?
0: Well, yeah. Um, I wasn't gonna say anything for maybe another month or so, but it's kind of it's kind of. <laughs> I've I've been having to take a little more time, not working on the show, or you know. Not getting things done in time because I've been sick. Um, but um, Jared and I are expecting a baby in July, so this is baby number two. And I've just been having a lot of really crappy morning sickness, and it's really it's really got me down.
1: <laughs> well, it's not really morning as much as it's, it's all day. All day. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, so that's what's been wrong with me. Um, so well, and we were
1: talking. <laughs> I, I thought because some people had reached out and said you know because it said a couple of times you weren't feeling well so the people they think you're you know something wrong like, and severely Ill. so yeah. I figured at some point would rather we'd rather announce this than yeah. um, keep trying to like say she's not feeling good and make people yeah. think something else was going on so but yeah very exciting yeah. but it Jamie has exciting Jamie yeah. hasn't felt well and if you notice on the podcast uh, she has no lung capacity anymore, so she sounds like she's been running <laughs> before she does the show. Heavy breathing. It's just because the lung capacity is gone. So. Oh,
0: yeah. Like, I, I can't even... I don't like, even know. I heard
1: it in the intro there.
0: You did already? God.
1: <laughs> like, you sounded like you had just taken like, a light jog. <laughs> but I, I'm really I, sorry. If that no, no, bothers
0: no. anybody out there, I'm really sorry. I just, no, it's I'm just... just like, I, yeah. I don't know what it is, but already, like, you know, with women that have had, you know... Two, three, four babies, whatever, you start you start feeling it way earlier than the first time, and uh, that's what's happened. So, I'm like huffing and puffing all the time. Jordan's like, "You okay?" I'm like, "Yep, just just breathing." Sleeping is (laughs) loud.
1: It's not snoring. It's just like usually I sleep with headphones in, and it's just like a. And I still go like, yeah, you okay, but she's, she's just,
0: I'm fine. She's a trooper. <laughs> and
1: we, so the reason we brought this up is she almost didn't do the show today. Oh, uh, we almost okay. had Jeremy step in, which he probably will from time to time during this whole thing. Cause sometimes Jamie just doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I was just like, well, if Jeremy does step in, we were going to say like, Hey, this is the reason. And so then that, so she decided to go ahead and do this, but to still say something. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. So. And everybody knows. Um we are very excited. I, I don't mean to sound like it's been torture. Like it's just it's not it's not a super comfortable time. At least Well, like it's hard me. when you just don't feel good. Yeah. Hopefully I'm on the on the getting on the up and up where I'm getting better. You've had more um, b-
1: lately. You've been stringing more good days together. It, yes. So yeah, That's which good. is
0: great. But yeah, I just I, I want to get I went to the get it good stuff, so it'll be uh it'll be July when we get the new New little one, so we'll keep you updated about everything. We'll tell you what the gender is. I'm sure everybody cares about that right
1: i I'm sure there would be sure more the, people than you think do yes.
0: <laughs> men are like whatever I don't care
1: yeah <laughs> well and if you care. watch it on the the video podcast on YouTube, you'll probably be able to see it. I would assume a little bit,
0: oh, my belly, yeah, probably, yeah,
1: as you sit farther away from the table, right. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> I'm like why is she so far away why is she against the <laughs> You're just wall yelling You're just into the belly. mic from the background yeah <laughs> yeah there you
1: go so but yeah so that's exciting it but is exciting yeah i um, got nothing else to add okay well then i'm sorry you don't feel good
0: thank you thank you I'm and in case anybody
1: says that. anything i am helping out immensely with things he
0: is he is
1: it seems like when you mention that it's like assumed the guy's not doing anything i'm doing many things (laughs) I'm not carrying the child but obviously but
0: no no he's been a trooper very much so so right, well let's move on to uh, you know the news and stuff and talk about what we're here to talk about Um, but before we get to the news we want to mention some of the other shows that you can check out on our channel you can check out Diz Dudes on Wednesdays and that's with Jeremy and Jared and you did what did you do yesterday
1: Uh, We did, this was our least, I don't, least scripted or researched episode. I'm going to go structured. Structured, yes. Uh, It was our, we kind of just looked forward to 2019. Some stuff we're looking forward to. Um, Although in the Facebook group, which you can mention as well, uh, we refer to as the Seinfeld of podcasts from this episode because it tends to just be like, we'll just Who talk about that? random Who things. Who said that in the group? Do you remember uh, It was brought up a couple times. I think was Susan that? was one. Okay. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, yeah. I would say it that's a sense. good, uh, yeah, that's probably a good way to describe it. Excellent. A lot of Kenny G in there.
0: And since you threw in the Facebook group, I'll go ahead and mention capture the magic community. Uh, if you guys want to join that group, it's very fun, interactive and all about Disney. So we urge you to request to join that group. And then we also have Main Street Magic. That's every Tuesday and Friday. And um, you know, I can't remember what they're doing on Friday. All I know is that keep your keep your ears, you know, to the ground about um, episodes coming up because Jared and I will be on a couple. Indeed. By the end of the month, so. Indeed. That's exciting. But they have they have episodes about like gosh they do everything it's like review after review and i love it so so check those guys out and then also tune into this channel for trip tales um we're still working on the december episode and again now you know why it took so long because i was sick um (laughs) so that was part of the reason i couldn't tell you until just now but anyway so that is that will be released to club 32 members this week and then shortly after it'll be released to. Uh, yeah, else.
1: I will say because apparently I I was told I need to look at the audio now. The audio so now off. it's on me. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm done with that. <laughs> but I think that'll probably be out um, when you're listening to this is Thursday, so Thursday evening or like Friday morning. So okay. to the club 32 members and everybody else will be a week later. So yep. sorry for the delay. Sorry. But that, that's one reason we want to announce it too is because some stuff had been delayed. We didn't want you to think we're just lazy bums and we're not doing our right. jobs. Uh, there's been a legit reason for that. so
0: There you go. Okay. And then um, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. Pretty, 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 pretty please. So, All right. Well, let's get on with the news. That's all for the housekeeping. We're going to start with some news about ticket pricing. This is mostly to do with Disneyland, but it does include an important part for Disney World ticket prices as well. And we'll talk about that in a second. So um jared do you want to real quick just say what it
1: is sure now i'm assuming you meant ticket because this says ticky
0: yeah you know what i do i do want to
1: start calling them tickies
0: tickies all
1: right Right, guys it
0: makes it sounds better it like sounds prettier guys
1: ticky ticky prices went up (laughs) it reminds me of tom haverford on parks and rec that he would call tickets like tickies
0: he would do that because he shortened everything
1: ticky (laughs) ticks probably ticky Ticky (laughs) ticks listen guys ticky ticks went up (laughs) um all right Disneyland uh, increases Tiki Tick prices uh, <laughs> across the board, and Premier Passport rises almost four hundred dollars overnight. Uh, so it looks like it went from f- uh, one thousand five hundred seventy nine dollars to one thousand nine hundred and forty nine dollars.
0: Yeah, and the reason this is this is important for Disney World is if you're not familiar with the Premier Passport, that is basically annual passes for both Disneyland parks and Disney World parks. Um,
1: there's almost no discount there now.
0: Really, there's not. I, I mean, I don't remember how much an annual pass is, just an annual pass, like the whole works for Disneyland only, but I know it has to be around $1,000, and the one at Disney World is, you know, if you get the Platinum, at least, or Platinum Plus, I mean, it's looking at close to 1000 so you're really not saving much.
1: Yeah. I, I think... This unless has-
0: unless they start to raise the annual passes again. Which they might, like, separately, you know, for Disney World.
1: It's I mean, every year they will raise them again. That's just annual price raises for the most part. But I think this probably has a lot to do with, obviously, Galaxy's Edge. And I think a lot of it is Disneyland is very, very concerned about uh, the the crowds that are going to be heading there. Because they, you know, Disneyland is not built for the crowd capacity that Disney World is. So I think mm-hmm. this is just another thing of just raising prices to try and just, you know, I, I don't know how you want to call it, um, procl- or just try to prevent, I guess, if people are going to go, they're going to pay a lot more to go of just people coming in.
0: And I know we've talked about this before when it talked about the price increase, I think, in October when they did it at Disney World. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on record and say again, it's not enough of an increase to discourage people from coming like it's really not because most of the ticket prices that were that were increased at Disneyland were around 10 to 20%. Now that that is, you know, that is significant when you get into the hundreds of dollars. But is it significant enough to say, mm, I'm not going to go?" Well, I, I don't think it is. I
1: feel like this is a a longer-term plan pulled off over a few years simply because, you know, if they overnight just said it's $1,000 more than it was yesterday to do this, they would have a terrible PR backlash. They already get a backlash for Disney World and Disneyland being too expensive. So they probably have a price in mind they want to get to. And I think I've yeah. said this before. And they're just breaking this up over, you know, however long year period to just incrementally raise it up to that price because, if they again, they did it overnight. Uh, you know, every time they raise prices now, they hear about it. You Could you imagine if they raised it that significantly yeah. Um they would get yeah. a ton of PR flack for it. So yeah. it's just like sort of a death by a thousand cuts mm-hmm. sort of that way of mm-hmm. just you know each each ticket raise in itself may not be enough uh to make people or you know to stop them from going but the cumulative effect eventually will get some people just to be like I'm being priced out.
0: It reminds me of that that uh, analogy with the the boiling water and the frog. Yeah. Like if you put a, a frog in boiling water he's going to jump right out. But if you put him in warm water and then turn up the the heat slowly, he will eventually burn to death.
1: Wow, that's dark.
0: That is that is like the an analogy. <laughs> well, I I see what you're you saying. I know. Saying, so. I,
1: I I don't. I get what you're saying. It's a.
0: It's not technically the same. It's kind analogy. of the analogy of
1: just doing it slowly. But yeah, I, I <laughs> right. get what you're saying. <laughs> right. I think you're what you're talking about is the the. It would be the whiplash of the the PR effect. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is yeah. – people still going to complain, but you're not going to get the as much doing Why? it this way.
0: All right. Well, let's move on to the next story. It's also um, about another um, Disney World ticket that they offered last year. Um, so you can go ahead and talk yeah. about that.
1: Should I be concerned about you and frogs?
0: Why? I'm not going to burn – I'm not going to boil a frog. Just asking. No, I'm good
1: seem like you have experience in this realm uh no. all right i'm kidding <laughs> see we're recording at night and jamie we doesn't feel good so much of my humor will go straight over her head to anger <laughs> okay. now, you won't see this on the show because she holds it back
0: i'm not mad I'm no i know not. but it
1: has the chance of doing that oh my it's funny to me i think a little bit but
0: you're making me out to be like an angry person i'm really not. no i'm just saying just... you don't
1: feel good and when yes. you get tired you don't you're you're not one to joke around when you're tired.
0: Okay, I, I gave you those dagger eyes, like I'm gonna
1: murder you. Not even really that. You just let it be known that you're mm. not in the mood. But <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, here. Well, anyway. Uh, Florida resident, Discovery Disney ticket offer is back, and it says it's back again for a limited time, where Florida residents can take advantage of a special ticket offer and purchase a three-day Discovery Disney ticket for only $175 plus tax, valid for admission to one theme park per day plus add a fourth day for just $20 more plus tax. Uh, These tickets can be used on non-consecutive days through June 30th, 2019 with no blackout dates. Uh, It says visit multiple theme parks on the same day by upgrading your ticket to include the Park Hopper option for just $32.50 more uh, for a three-day ticket or $37.50 more for a four-day ticket. Uh, For an additional $57.50, add the Park Hopper plus option to a three-day Discovery Disney ticket, or an additional sixty-two fifty, and the Park Hopper Plus option to a four-day Discovery Disney ticket. That's a lot of math.
0: It's a lot of math, and you don't have to go any farther. <laughs> no, Disney funny. will
1: come out with like a base thing, like, "All right, it's fifty dollars." Okay, if you add but. the nineteen options here, anywhere from fifty <laughs> to three hundred and fifty dollars. Like, wait, what? Yeah, here's the ninety-five <laughs> options we have. Yeah. Although I will say, I know we'll talk about this in a minute. Mm-hmm. Disney still is not as bad as Universal. Uh, when you yeah, look I at agree. Universal, tickets there are so many different tiers; it, it makes your head spin almost. I was surprised yeah. when we started looking at that. Um, it was like during the summer.
0: You know, this is a really good deal for for Florida residents. Like, really good. I mean, if you are not interested in an in annual pass and you just don't, you just want to go just a handful of times, this is a, like a really good value.
1: Yeah, and it, again, it makes me think that they're you know they're really trying to fill the lower crowd times with you know more people they're doing more things to try and push them in there
0: yeah yeah and what's funny is is people like on facebook will ask not in our group this is not in our group but in other groups will ask if like my parents are visiting can they buy the ticket new no. this is a this is a florida resident only you have to have like proof that you live in florida so people from out of town cannot use it just because you live in florida or something like that. It's just like that; those are the rules. That's 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 why they're there. But, um, yeah. So, but yeah, if you live in Florida, it's a great deal. If you don't live in Florida, sorry.
1: Yeah, not much you can do there.
0: Yeah. Okay, moving on to a new dining package for DVC members.
1: Yeah, there's a new member dining package. Uh, offers dinner plus reserved fireworks viewing. And this is the new Disney Vacation Club dining experience includes fireworks viewing from the Top of the World Lounge. Uh, Says so casting doubt on the status of complimentary access to the space. Uh, a new dining package offered at Disney's Contemporary Resort combines dinner at the Wave of American flavors with reserved fireworks viewing at nearby Top of the World Lounge. For $59 per person... Members can enjoy a pre meal at the wave beginning approximately 90 minutes before the nightly Magic Kingdom fireworks display. At the conclusion of the meal, participants will be escorted to the Bay Lake Tower and up to the lounge for beverages and desserts during the fireworks show. The package is available nightly beginning Mo- Monday, January 14th, and currently running through Sunday, June 30th. It says so blockout dates apply on Valentine's Day, Easter weekend, and Mother's Day weekend. There is a limit of six participants per party, including the Disney Vacation Club member and five guests. No discounts or Disney dining plan credits apply. Uh, Full payment is due at the time of reservation and says contact DVC member services for additional details or to reserve. Yeah. So is the thinking on this, I I know they mentioned here that the complimentary access to the Top of the World Lounge for DVC members could be...
0: It had it listed as going until December twenty ninth. Yeah, but that was it.
1: Yeah, interesting.
0: I don't know. So if anybody, um, any DVC members out there that listen, if you guys are going to be at Disney like the weekend of January twenty fourth, we'll uh, we'll be there. You can just kind of invite us up there. <laughs> we wouldn't. Uh, we wouldn't uh, be. Uh, well, close that would to be that.
1: that would be hard because it's going to be us and Jeremy and Rhonda. So are the girls be- coming? No. Oh, Okay. So they can only get five people, so that'd be just one person going.
0: I mean, there's some singles out there.
1: You're whispering into the microphone I'm here. Whispering. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Anyway, I think this is this is cool. I'm not a DVC member, obviously. Seeing as how I just asked if someone could invite us, um, but I I do like the fact that they do things for these D- DVC members and they offer things like this. So yes, I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. Yeah. Anyway, okay, next story. Also about DVC, um, this is a little bit of a, a weird change to some of the resale contracts.
1: Yeah, so Disney Vacation Club announces resale contract limitations beginning January 19th. Uh, it says, years ago when folks purchased Disney Vacation Club through Resale Market, the rules on their memberships were the same as if they made the purchase from Disney directly. In other words, there were no limitations put on the way points could be used. Over the years, things have changed, and this might be the biggest one yet. Effective January 19, 2019, only members who purchase directly from Disney will be able to use their vacation points at the 14 existing Disney Vacation Club resorts or future resorts, such as Disney's Riviera Resort or Reflections, a Disney lakeside lodge. Resale contracts purchased for the existing 14 Disney Vacation Club resorts will only be able to exchange points into those 14 resorts. This change does not apply to contracts purchased prior to January 19th, 2019. Contracts gifted to family members will continue to have the same resort access as before the ownership transfer.
0: Yeah. So, in about a week, if you don't have a contract signed, sealed, all that stuff, and it's a resale contract, then after the fact, you're limited to by what is just available right now. So in the future, if you were to buy a Riviera resale contract, you can only use it at Riviera and the Lakeside Lodge, the Reflections.
1: Yeah, I I think this is Disney starting to aggressively crack down on the resale market.
0: I agree. Well, they they started doing that. What like what was it? Two thousand seventeen was that when they started restricting the the. The perks of being, a, basically taking the perks away of being a DVC member if you don't have a direct contract. Was that was that in 2017? I feel like it was a year and year and a half ago. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't don't know what I'm talking about, so they used to have all the same perks: resale contract, direct contract. It's whatever they had the same perks. Well, it was back in I think 2017. I think it was April. Um, Disney said, okay, if you are a direct with Disney contract, you get all the perks if you bought through resale then you you're not able to go to the dvc moonlight events you don't get certain um you don't get a certain um i don't think you,
1: it's certain perks you just couldn't yeah get. there's just
0: other other perks and i can't remember off the top of my head what they are um and some people are like oh eh, that kind of sucks but that's okay um but this is just another restriction on a resale contract because they want you to buy direct because direct is way more expensive per point I think right now direct contract is like is it in the two hundreds yet for the for the resorts? I wouldn't doubt it.
1: I I haven't looked. I haven't lately, looked either, so I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah. So uh, so yeah, if you're thinking about DVC now would be the time to buy <laughs> if you're ready. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you're gonna buy resale. Yeah, if you're gonna buy resale. You know, I just wonder with this I, again. I think this is similar to the the ticket prices where it's just they have a an interim. Or an end goal in mind with all of this, and they're just slowly going to implement things over time to get to where they want to get to. Because, again, they would have a huge backlash if they just overnight said, hey, no more resale contracts. Yeah. Eventually, I don't know if they'll ever outlaw resale contracts, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do things to basically squeeze it to the point where there's not as much... Like, it might be cheaper, but you're not going to get near the perk, so nobody really will do it. The thing that I would be concerned about, you know, we still... I think plan on doing DVC eventually maybe um, is I I can't imagine existing contract owners like this because it's like some people buy it and think, okay, if I don't want it, I can resell it. Mm -hmm. And I know Disney buys back contracts, don't they? Yes. So maybe that's what the thinking here is, is Mm -hmm. instead of you reselling them, you resell, you sell them back to Disney and they're trying to, you know, get rid of that loophole there. But, I don't know. I would be curious as the DVC owners, if they're okay with this. Because um, obviously resale, people that are looking to buy resale, it's going to hit them the hardest. But I'm just curious of people that get them with liking the flexibility of being able to sell them later on. If that, you know, what if, they think about it.
0: The thing is, though, there's still a ton of of resource to choose from in those 14.
1: For sure. And it so. makes me wonder what they're going to price the Riviera at. I don't know. And the, the the um reflections which sounds like a great it sound sounds like, like a rehab center. It does sound like a rehab facility. It sure does. Yeah. I, it makes me wonder what they're going to price it at cuz it seems I to me know. that it's going to be pretty high.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. It's it'll be it'll be high. It'll be high. They I mean they know what DVC is is worth to people and like they cannot keep rooms like vacant. Like, That's the it, thing it's too. The is just crazy. There's so high. much
1: demand and um. Yeah, I. You know, I mean, they clearly have demand for it, and the supply is limited, and they're increasing it. But I think they're going to increase it on their terms, and this is part of it. So. Yep. See how it all shakes out, but.
0: Oh yeah. All righty, moving on to the next story. Um, this is also about DVC. It's just new concept art for Riviera, and honestly, I'm I'm down for it. A lot of people were saying, especially online, that they weren't really into the the theming. It looked very Disney. Um, but do you want to kind of describe what it looks like? I mean, it's kind of... Uh,
1: I mean, it looks... If you've ever seen anything like what it's based on, like the French Riviera, it definitely sort of looks like that. Um,
0: I guess. I guess it, it does. It
1: just looks sort of like a elegant type hotel. I don't know. I don't know enough about... Uh, um, design and things on architecture to speak to it but um, you know I, I heard people complain about that but again when you're talking about the deluxe type resorts and I know this is DVC but you know Grand Floridian doesn't look quote unquote Disney. Neither does the Polynesian. Neither does Wilderness Lodge. I mean these places don't scream Disney well, to you. Well
0: what is what is Disney theming? That's the thing. Like, How do you define that?
1: Right. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand the argument here because of the argument like when you go to wilderness lodge is you really don't feel like you're at disney you feel like you are in the wilderness in like a lodge kind right, of right. so on that end if that's what's talking about disney theming they don't know yet because they haven't seen it
0: correct yeah it's just it's just a artist rendering it's not it's it's a it's at an angle it's hard to see a lot of the details so again it's it's presuming a lot about what we don't even know yet. Yeah. And personally for me when when people talk about Disney theming, I think like immersion. That's just exactly what I think. I, I do too. So I, I don't whether think it's,
1: Mickey Mouse plastered over everything. Oh, I do not
0: consider I know people like the Values Resort. and I and I I love like Pop Century. Um, but I don't consider the Value Resorts being like Disney theming. It's just I mean there is theming of, of Disney, but it's not it's not like what you would I guess it's not what people will think of when they think of going to Disney, like the the elegance and the immersion. It's it's more uh, more like cartoonish, I guess. For me, though, if the Riviera is done right, like if they if you step into this on this property and you feel like you're uh, the French Riviera, then awesome. Then that then that's Disney theming for me, you know. Yeah,
1: I think that's exactly what it's. Well, you're talking about deluxes, which I'm sure this is going to be in that category. That's exactly what they do. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think anything Disney does, there's always going to be some complaints about. But I, I it looks great from what we can see. I'm, I'm excited to check it out when it's done. It'll but, be
0: in the show notes if you guys want to look at them.
1: Yeah, it's really so. no article. It's just kind of, it's picture just there. pictures and but, there's the, the
0: logo for the. I
1: do like the logo. Mm-hmm. I think the logo looks really cool. Yep. But, yep. I'm excited for it. Me too.
0: Uh, okay, moving on to um, some annual pass holder perks for january these got me uh these got me excited because we can take advantage of these yay <laughs> yeah
1: there is says new magnet dining discounts and events for annual pass holders in january at disney world uh see the first walt disney world pass holder event of 2019 will be the purple potion premiere pop-up event in tomorrowland at magic kingdom on thursday january 10th from 5 to 7 p.m at this event, you can be among the first to purchase the new pur- Potion Purple merchandise, including adult and youth spirit jerseys, vacation mode water bottle, Loungefly mini backpack, Loungefly wallet, and new women's Mickey t-shirt, uh, sip and savor the newest purple food and beverage offerings for purchase, and discover more surprises. Registration is not required to attend this event. However, a valid annual pass, card, and photo ID are required ch- at check-in. Activities and offerings are subject to change without notice. Merchandise available while supplies last. Uh, the twenty percent passholder merchandise discount is applicable for merchandise purchases during this event. Uh, also, from January sixth through the thirty first, passholders will receive a limited time twenty percent discount at the following restaurants across Disney World uh, Resort for lunch and dinner. And there is the Beer Garden in that's in Germany in Epcot. Coral Coral Reef Restaurant at Epcot. Hollywood Brown Derby, uh, Hollywood & Vine, Jungle Navigation Company, Skipper Canteen, Tiffin's Restaurant, Tony's Town Square, Ale & Compass, which is at the Yacht Club, uh, Boatwright's Dining Hall at Port Orleans, Citrico's uh, at the Grand Floridian, Disney's Spirit of Aloha Dinner, uh, Flying Fish, Hoop-dee-doo Musical Review, Gico, Sebastian's Bistro, The Wave, and Whispering Canyon Cafe. Uh, discount applies to the regular price of food and non-alcoholic beverages. Uh, this says excluding applicable tax and gratuity during available lunch and dinner meal periods. Valid for the pass holder and up to three guests. Not valid for breakfast, special events, and may not be combined with any other discount or offer. And it says last but not least, pass holders will want, not want to miss out on the excitement at the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. With one little spark of inspiration, uh, Disney will soon debut the newest passholder magnet in time for Epcot International Festival of the Arts, along with special offerings to help you experience the upcoming festival to its fullest.
0: Yeah, I'm actually excited for the purple potion jersey.
1: I'm so excited.
0: I you are not. I am
1: <laughs> waiting with bated okay, breath.
0: Purple's my favorite color, so I'm very excited that they're they're doing a purple. Jersey but do you know what like it's going to look like? Uh, I believe I saw a picture On Instagram for, It was like a Disney picture like It was just like a preview Um, But yeah I'm excited for that I'm excited for the discounts Because usually for dining discount You get like 10% um, So 20% is nice And we, we're eating at Sebastian's Bistro so, And that's on the list So we'll get to do that uh, Take advantage of that discount when we're there in a couple weeks, and the magnet it says in quotes with one little spark of imagination that's Figment. So, I think this next magnet for annual pastels is going to be a picture of Figment. Yay! I know Jared's excited about
1: that. I actually don't mind Figment, I just hate his ride.
0: <laughs> okay, and anyway, so yeah, very, very exciting stuff. Um, we like. We like annual pass stuff. So, okay. Moving on. We're going to talk about a new dining package for Luminations.
1: Yeah, this is Reflections of Earth Farewell Dining Package is coming to Rose and Crown Dining Room. Uh, it says, as Epcot prepares for the fa- final performance of Luminations, Reflections of Earth, a new dining package at the Rose and Crown Dining Room will also offer uh, patio seating and a prefixed menu with a breathtaking view. Of the Beloved Nighttime Spectacular. I don't know if beloved is a right term for that. Okay. Because they wouldn't be replacing it if it was really beloved to me. But
0: I disagree. People well, love yeah, the Wishes. Possibly. Wishes is gone now.
1: Yeah, but it, what replaced it is way better. So
0: Maybe what will replace Illuminations is way better.
1: I really hope so. Okay. All right. That's it. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. Options <laughs> on the menu include appetizers, and there is scotch egg, or United Kingdom cheese platter, entrees, which is fish and chips, corned beef and cabbage, pan-roasted Scottish salmon, and or bangers and mash. I'm not going to lie, none of that sounds appealing to me. <laughs> okay. To me, at least. Uh, dessert has pudding platter trio featuring sticky toffee pudding, English truff, trifle, and chocolate nougat bar. Uh, kids menu is soup or salad with a choice of cheese and turkey flatbread, Turkey meatball pasta, cheesy pasta, or fish and chips with a fruit salad or trifle for dessert. Unlimited select alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages are included. The package is $85 for adults and $35 for children. Uh, The package lasts for 90 minutes, ending with the conclusion of the show. And booking for the package begins January 17th for dining time starting at 8 p.m. on January 18th.
0: Okay, question. What's a scotch egg?
1: I have no clue.
0: Okay, I need <coughs> to ask Gary in our group and is, Liam is from the UK too, right? Yes. Okay, Gary and Liam, wh- does this sound good? Was this would be this something you guys would be interested in cuz like to us the food seems like like okay, like basic basic British food, I guess. Um but is this something you guys would pay $85 for? I'm just curious.
1: I mean, I'm just curious. To me, it wouldn't be something I would pay for because I know that food sounds that appealing. Uh, but I am. It, it was interesting. Is it's 85 for adults, which is high, but yeah. only 35 for children, which is a steeper discount than they normally offer for kids.
0: That's a that's a quite it's 50 difference. Yeah, that's right. crazy. But I
1: feel like they just upped the price for the adults. Yeah. To make it seem like oh, it's a deal. Because if you think about 35. dollars for chill like for a meal i mean if you go to ohana for breakfast it's 35 dollars for adults yeah. so now yeah. granted i know alcohol's not but kids well maybe that's why they did it because 85 dollars includes the alcohol kids, and like a
0: full a meal yeah like kids meal.
1: obviously aren't drinking alcohol that's true <laughs> one would hope so maybe that's the maybe that's the pricing there but
0: yeah well i'm glad to see something is is going in there i mean like I, were people wanting this I, mean, I don't or, do know. I still like... like
1: my idea when you have food and wine going on and you have the dessert party that includes like all the foods like from certain places at food and wine. I still hmm. think that they should do that. So maybe this is something that will lead into that with food and wine. Maybe. But I mean, maybe. I think what maybe. Disney's finding out is these dessert parties. I guess that's what... I don't know if you call it a dessert party. These parties with the fireworks are an easy win for people because they want it, but I think people don't just want just cupcakes and cake. And sweets. Like actual food would be much more appealing to people.
0: So you basically... It's what? $20 more for like an actual meal versus like the frozen dessert party? Isn't the, Isn't that like 60 or $70? I
1: think so. Yeah. So
0: it's not that much more expensive for a lot more food.
1: But you don't get to ride frozen. You don't
0: get to ride frozen. That's true. I know. Okay. Well, very interesting. Uh, moving on to the next story is... Um, we have a little bit of maybe a, a hint of an opening date for galaxy's edge at disneyland maybe
1: yeah good old bobby eiger bobby i like calling bobby <laughs> when he calls me say hey, bobby uh in a recent interview with barons bob eiger the chief executive officer for the walt disney world company hinted at june 2019 as the opening date for galaxy's edge the new land being built at disneyland park Officially, the 14-acre land is scheduled to open in the summer of 2019, as Disneyland Park is the sister land in late fall 2019 at Disney's Hollywood Studios. In discussing ticket prices and getting more people in the parks, however, Iger mentioned a June opening in Anaheim. Uh, This is from the interview here. So, Barron says, Do you still feel like you can bring more people through the parks, or is it more about growing ticket prices? Iger responded, in some, you get more repeat visitation and increased length of stay because there's more to do. You get more capacity. When Star Wars opens in Anaheim in June and in Florida later in the year, that's adding capacity. You're adding 14 acres of land, uh, more rides, and each things or, and more things for people to do. It's the biggest land we've ever built. We're just getting higher demand and our product spread throughout the year. Uh, that gives you pricing leverage, which... But what we're also trying to do is be much more smarter about pricing strategy to try and spread attendance and reduce attendance in the park period so we can improve guest satisfaction. Uh, crowding is an issue. And it says, much of the rest of Barron's article is aimed at investors, but Iger did get the opportunity to comment on spending time in the theme parks and discusses his favorite attraction. Uh, Barron's asked, what's your favorite thing when you go to the parks or do you just look at it as a businessman? Iger said, I look at it as a human being. I mean, that's good. <laughs> very original and sort of a robot. Uh, I go there and I marvel at how many people are there having the time of their lives. You just get this sense in a world that can be at, at times feel dark and sinister as it is. Uh, these are people that have escaped all of that. They have spent time and good money, I will say, to provide themselves and their friends and their family, their loved ones, an experience that not only is going to make them feel good, but that's also going to remember forever. That it's never lost on me. I appreciate it as an executive, as a human being, as, as a parent. I have grandchildren. I take there. It's like, I happen to love Pirates of the Caribbean. It was the last attraction Walt was really involved in creating. He died just before it opened. And you can go and you think this is just silly, but it's great. You look at the main street and you see kids meeting Mickey. I love it because of what it means to people. I don't go thinking, wow, look, we're charging them for those churros. Isn't that great? Uh, Berenson asked, what's it like to go to Disney Park as Bob Iger's grandkid? And Iger said, it's different for them. I will admit, they don't wait in line. I hope not. I mean, one would think, but but yeah. So
0: so June for Disneyland.
1: I, I wonder if that was, it slipped out or if that was him just kind of, I feel like with these guys, nothing like that really slips. So maybe that's just him. Kind of saying it without making a big spectacle of See, it.
0: Sometimes it does because sometimes he's unaware of what people know yet.
1: Well, that and, and you got to think too with these guys. They're in so many meetings that it may have already been determined it's June, and in their mind is like, oh yeah, it's opening in June, and you just happen I'm to be talk talking, time. and you are like, and it slipped out. So yeah, it, it could be the case. I mean, it, you would think the rumor was they were going to open it around D twenty three,
0: which is in August, which is in
1: August. But to me, that is just a nightmare scenario for the workers or anybody in there because you have so many people descending there and all those people there plus the land's already going to attract people. I just feel like that would have been a, a awful, terrible move for that. So June, um, I'm sure Disney World would love to see it open in June because I can guarantee you that they are going to be camped out watching how people traffic through that park and that land to take notes to bring Mm -hmm. over to Disney world. Yeah. So, you know, I, I will be curious and I know I talked about this a little bit on dis but I I am curious if it does open in June, how that will affect, you know, attendance in Disney world. You know, if there's a big clamoring for people to want that, that are wanting to see galaxy's edge, do they then just go and see it in Anaheim much earlier than they will you know, be able to at Disney World because it's so late at Disney World. I almost look at it as 2020,
0: right? Um, I, don't I don't think so. I think you think it'll just be just as much. I think it'll be just as big of a deal.
1: I'm not saying it won't be a big deal. I'm Disney saying the World. people that would be going specifically only for Galaxy's Edge. Let's say you're Star Wars huge fan that just wants oh. to see Galaxy's Edge. I could see them making the trip out to Anaheim. And not going to Disney World because it's going to be the same land at both parks,
0: possibly. Maybe I don't, I you know, I don't know. We know for a fact that the lands are virtually the exactly the same, correct?
1: Uh, from everything I have read and seen, yes, okay. Uh, because they've split up the the models, Mm and part was in Disneyland, part was in Disney World, but I think they're basically the same thing,
0: okay. If that's the case, then. Possibly, I mean, if you're such a if you're such a big Star Wars fan, you have to see it immediately. Then, yeah, I could see people. Actually, I could see people doing both. I could see them going in June and also in December for
1: uh, Disney World. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that would be the majority of people.
0: Maybe not. Well, maybe not the majority I really, of it.
1: I, obviously, there's going to be a ton of people coming to Disney World for it. But I just I'm thinking about the ones that are just so amped up only for it. Like they're not interested in going to. Magic Kingdom or Epcot or any other place they're literally just interested in seeing Galaxy's Edge I could if it, it's like if it was me I would head out to Disneyland to go check it out
0: yeah which will be kind of hard for us this year <laughs> terrible timing Jamie <laughs> yeah um,
1: way to go this is
0: why I'm not going to D23 by the way when Jared goes since I'll have a one month old Yes. Just uh, I didn't know if anybody noticed. That's why I'm not going. But that's why I'm not going. Yeah. So there you go. Um. Anyway, so interesting. I I I will be um anxious to to see how they deal with the crowds and how it all how it all turns out because, like you said, I think people are going to take diligent notes about how people have filtered in and out of the land Disneyland and how that's gonna impact Disney World although Disney World has more space and it's not in Magic Kingdom which is the business. I mean they have more space but I'm
1: pretty sure the dimensions of the lands are going to be built the same so in the land itself right they will probably both operate fairly similar
0: probably yeah okay yeah all right do you have anything else about
1: that I I didn't want to no just I'm just curious how that'll all yeah plan or play out and yeah, you know, hopefully, I mean, ideally, by the time we go in August, <laughs> I say this sarcastically, crowd levels have leveled off a little bit. You know, we can just sure not wait. Only if
0: school's gone back into session, not
1: wait nine hours for a ride to get on.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's move on. Um. The last three stories are all about food, which is of course is great. But I do want to mention a couple things about merchandise that I just caught. I, I'm not. There's no story about them, but they have new lines of merchandise. They have a uh, Rock the Dots line from Minnie Mouse that's new because you know they have the Rock the Dots day on the 22nd I think of January and there's a whole line of, of it and we got jerseys and purses and I think ears. you're you're
1: supposed to call that merch
0: merch yeah, yeah. and not. then they also have a Mickey through the years line have you seen that
1: uh I, th- I saw a glimpse of it
0: it's like how Mickey has changed um um animation wise like how he has changed through the years and a lot of retro looking stuff looks pretty cool so all that is available now so i just want to put that out there
1: they're definitely not missing the opportunity to market for the 90th yeah, you know, birthday correct.
0: that much is true correct but okay let's do the next story i actually think this is funny because people freaked out it's about the ohana noodles
1: yeah, they're back on the menu. Uh it says for a short time this weekend the dinner menu at Ohana uh, looked a little different. Instead of the usual noodles, guests were surprised to find fried rice on their plate. And to say the reaction was one of disappointment would be an understatement. Uh turns out that the decision to substitute the rice for the noodles was not a planned menu change. When the cast members arrived at the restaurant on Friday, they were given some bad news. The restaurant food supplier was out of noodles and they would have to backtrack or have, would not have any back in stock for three days. Uh, says the chefs had more had mere hours to come up with a new recipe to serve that evening. So they did the very best they could. Thanks to some quick thinking. They came up with a fried rice dish to serve guests for the for the next few days until the noodles were available to be delivered again. Uh, cast members got another much happier surprise on Sunday when the delivery truck brought noodles one day ahead of schedule. There was a collective sigh of relief uh, that the menu could be reset. The noodles could be served again with other guests such as a guest favorites, such as wings and potstickers. <laughs> and uh, it says there were some uh, recent planned menu changes on both the drink menu and the dinner salad. Uh, the Ohana salad is now a mix of kale, ugh, spinach, and re- <laughs> radicchio. How do you say that? I don't know. Radicio? Sure. Sure. I don't want to hear about that. Uh, with cranberries and crunchy noodles and a light and delicious honey vinaigrette. And there were also two new specialty cocktails Paradise Punch and Tiki Iku? I- 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 I-
0: That's a great pronunciation. I don't even know. I don't even know. I
1: don't know why we you put these in here I think just, you don't
0: have to talk about those I know I mainly want to talk about the noodles
1: there, there's some new cocktails that look they look cool yeah. so yeah okay. I think you put those in here just to try and make me pronounce <laughs> I really did words that I not so good at
0: so I bring I bring this up one because we live Ohana so anytime we talk about you know Polynesians out there we're going to talk about it um, secondly is because people freaked out apparently these noodles are like the thing that they have to have when they go to Ohana dinner um, I mean, the noodles are good. They're good. There were people saying like, well, if th- if we're doing fried rice now, I'm going to cancel my reservation. I'm like, really? <laughs> just for the noodles? Um, but apparently, you don't have to worry about that anymore. People were saying that they were asking cast members about like, why is there fried rice? And they said, oh, it's a new menu change that they're trying out. Well, it's just to hide the fact that the supplier ran
1: out. <laughs> that's, a, that's a worse thing to tell people, though. <laughs> yeah. Because they have to think. Like, you'd have to think the way Disney operates. If one person here is like, oh, it's a menu change, it's going to be on like Twitter and Instagram yeah. within like the hour. Yeah. And then you got these people freaking out. Where they just, if and honestly, too, if you literally just go, our supplier ran out of noodles, it's not even our fault. People wouldn't even blame them. But when right, you have people right. telling them, oh, yeah, they're trying out a menu change, that sparks like anger in people. It's such a silly thing. And I'm sure it was like a couple of cast members who just said it thinking that would be the better thing to say. But. No, just tell them that the supplier ran out. Go <laughs> like, Here's their number. Go yell at them.
0: Yeah. Well, and also, they ch- updated the menu on the website. So, it said fried rice instead of noodles, which is funny. I was like, why would they do that for just a couple days?
1: I mean, I guess they would do it because they yeah. don't want to, like, I, I'm sure like there's misleading some Misleading sort of, or something. Yeah, I'm sure there's a law about, like, bait and switch.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But Maybe. still, when you change the menu, that makes people think, like... It's a permanent thing. Right. Like you could put like an asterisk that just says, hey, noodles will be back soon.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I
1: think I should run Disney's PR.
0: I think you should. I feel
1: like it'd be much smoother. Be like, hey, what are you guys going to say? And they say, no, 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 no. You're not going to say that. That's not good. Okay. Tell them you were robbed.
0: That's weird. And
1: the noodles were the thing that people robbed.
0: All right. Well, moving on from Ohana Noodles, um, we got purple potion treats that we want to talk about.
1: You say kind, we. Well, we. You but say we.
0: Basically, it's like Millennial Pink. You know, they did the whole thing across the resorts, like different Millennial Pink desserts. They're doing the same thing with Pur- purple potion. So
1: I am shocked.
0: What What are some you can find, Jared? Well,
1: at Disney World... You can find pe- pictures of people holding these things up. Yep. Uh, sure. <laughs> there's a purple cake on a stick, and that, that is the most uh, just imaginative name for for a treat. Correct. Correct. It's so, that's so literal. <laughs>
0: it really is. I would like
1: the purple cake on a stick, please. Like that is so magical.
0: <laughs> but it's pretty.
1: I'm not saying it's not pretty, but mm. I think they just ran out of names to call it. Um, this is in the Magic Kingdom Castle Hub cart. And it says it's fairly self-explanatory, which it is. Um,
0: you don't have to explain everyone because I will bunch. explain
1: every single one in the um, finest of details. Okay. You will get a vivid, just visual picture from the velvety words I will spit forth. That was good, wasn't it? I said velvety. Jamie's impressed. She didn't want to show up. Uh, okay. All right. There is also the purple wall cotton candy. And that is in the, uh, it says purple wall cart in Tomorrowland. It's not new but happy to see the return of it Uh, purple starry sky cake this is Disney's all-star resorts food courts it's a purple chocolate mousse with chocolate sponge and dark chocolate with a glittery galaxy glaze and sprinkles it definitely looks like a sponge Mm -hmm. it's interesting there's a purple galaxy cupcake this is at Disney's art of animation and pop century food courts Uh, I think it's a chocolate cupcake yeah, except it's got raspberry marmalade, so I, w- I wouldn't like that. But yeah, it looks pretty. There is an African violet cupcake. Uh, this is at the Mara at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, and is a vanilla cupcake with berry medley preserves topped with chocolate buttercream.
0: It's almost too pretty to eat.
1: I would still eat it, but yeah, it's got right, like it looks right. like flowers and leaves on it. Yeah, looks very very pretty. Uh, purple Contempo cupcake. This is at the Contempo Cafe and the Contemporary Resort, and it's a strawberry cupcake filled with purple sprinkles topped with lavender, buttercream, and purple mini ears. And apparently, it's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, there's the Purple Mini Cupcake. This is at Captain Cook's and Kona Coffee Bar at the Polynesian, and it's vanilla cupcake filled with peanut butter and raspberry jam and then topped with icing. Uh, there's a purple cupcake. This is at Disney's Pop... Oh, excuse me. Disney's Port Orleans Resort Food Courts. Uh, purple Blackberry Moose Brownie. This is at Roaring Fort. Okay,
0: it's not Village Hoose. It's not Village Moose. It's just Moose.
1: I beg to differ. <laughs> okay. I pronounce words correctly, and it's Hoose and Moose. Pr- it, literally, the only difference is the H and the M.
0: Sure. You're welcome. Oh, my.
1: Anyways, let me restate that before I was rudely interrupted. Oh, my goodness. Purple Blackberry mousse Brownie. Uh, roaring Fork at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Um, let's see here. Black Raspberry Lemon Tart. This is at Disney's Yacht and Beach Club uh, Resort Marketplaces. And Disneyland has some as well. They have a Purple Glove mac- Macaroon, which looks interesting.
0: Yeah, they have a bunch at Disneyland. Oh, we, yeah. want to, we want to talk about those. Why does Disneyland get all the good food? Um, Disneyland has better food than Disney World. They do.
1: Purple churro looks... That looks awesome. They have a purple churro. Yes, they do. Come on, guys.
0: Anyway, so you can find all those treats around the resort.
1: And you can go get the moose and bring it to your (laughs) hoose.
0: I shouldn't be surprised that I tell you not to do something. You're like, I will do
1: it. Telling me not to do something is Uh, literally like waving a, a... It's like a bowl and a and a matador is just i'm just gonna go for it
0: all right let's go into the last story um this is an exciting announcement it's uh, about the mickey ice cream bars
1: yeah you can get mickey ice cream bars are now, now available outside disney parks from select grocers to take to your hoose <sighs> didn't think i was gonna do it did you it says get ready because everyone's favorite disney dessert treat will soon be available at a grocery near you uh, says, remember the Mickey Oreos that debuted last year? Well, in a similar vein, Nestle has partnered with Disney to bring Mickey premium bars to the public via a limited edition grocery line. The boxes are themed after the Mickey, the true original expedition, exhibition and feature classic Mickey. Uh, each box brings six classic Mickey ice cream bars. Mind you, they're scaled down for at-home indulging. says, but we're sure that every bit is tasty. And Magical is the ones in the parks. These come in at three ounces each, whereas the park ones are about four ounces. And it says, At least you'll be saving money given how the prices of these beloved treats have risen over the years. The box of six only costs seven forty-nine. dollars says, Best of all, if you live in Arizona, you can now order these treats and have them delivered through Instacart. So, you can get those and bring them to your house. And apparently they're available at Ralph's Grocer, which we don't have at Ralph's, so...
0: And will be rolled across the supermarkets soon. I think February is what they said.
1: Why Arizona?
0: I don't know. Is that where Nestle is?
1: I don't know. Possibly.
0: Mm-hmm. So this is the first time you can get official Mickey ice cream bars outside of the parks.
1: Exciting. Hashtag <laughs> excitement.
0: Hashtag excited. Yeah. So I people were excited about this. I'm,
1: I'll get them. I mean you'll get them good well, I'll try them like, I'll I'll do them for the show guys I will get them
0: for the show I'll
1: use them as post workout I'll let you know how it works I'm sure they're good I I mean the thing is the Mickey bars are good but they're I mean I may be in the minority here I don't think they're anything like out of anything. this world I agree it's just ice cream and stuff
0: with a chocolate shell at
1: Disney Honestly. I get when it's at Disney it's like different but yeah I think it could be just as good at we your still house, ate one
0: we still ate one After Hours, didn't
1: we? Well, we had many, yeah.
0: Well, I had one, so, okay. Speaking Um, of,
1: we will do a review of our After Hours experience on Monday's show. Yes. And we'll just, spoiler alert, it was much better than my experience I had last year. And
0: I think it was your company.
1: Are you taking credit for it?
0: No, but it was
1: fun. It was much more fun with you.
0: But we'll talk about that on Monday, so... Um, Okay, that's it for the news. And we don't really have any rumors to talk about today. So is there anything you want to mention before we close out this this evening?
1: Well, I will mention our awesome Club 32. So shout out to the Club 32 members out there. Uh, And if you're like, what is Club 32? Essentially, you probably heard of Club 33. And you're like, I can't afford Club 33. You can probably afford Club 32. And it's probably just as cool. Maybe not. But anyways. Um, So yeah, Club 32 (laughs) is our sort of our our private uh, membership group where you get additional content you get early access to things uh, you get freebies like we're going to have a bunch of guides coming out Uh, you get discounts on shirts you get 20% off shirts from Capture the Magic you're going to have exclusive shirts just for Club 32 people that can get uh, all kinds of stuff coming out where everyone's going to have an app and everything so uh, if you're interested in that it is ctmvip.com we have yearly and monthly subscription rates on there and it's just a way for us to uh, you know, cover our cost of as we continue to grow out the network. And obviously, these things cost money and time. And it's just a way for basically us to cover those costs and continue to grow everything and continue to bring you guys excellent and growing uh, content and quality. Yes, so very c-t-m-v-i-p. good. So, ctmvip.com.
0: Excellent. Um, also, don't forget to catch us on YouTube if you are just listening to this we do put these episodes on youtube for you to look at us while we talk and we also have vlogs on there JN red vlogs that jeremy and rona do we have our own trip vlogs that we post and i think the the next one that's going to be posted is a kona cafe breakfast review that we did in fact so
1: it will be today it will be today cool if okay. you're listening to this now you be might off. be able to just cruise on over there and check it out but yeah. and Spoiler,
0: so, we loved it. <laughs> spoiler.
1: Um, we will be having more. So those have been kind of inconsistent the last little bit for the end of the year. And then Jamie being, being pregnant. Prim- Jamie's the editor in chief over am. here. And so, um, yeah.
0: Listen, all my focus is going into not, well, sorry if this is a lot of information, but not throwing up and <laughs> taking care of my daughter, our daughter. Um so that was my main focus, and just kind of like getting by. You ladies that have had babies, you know what I'm talking about. So
1: unacceptable. I'm unacceptable. kidding. <laughs> I know it's fine. It, <laughs> you know the timing was okay. End of the year, it's kind of everyone was busy with the holidays and stuff like that. So, but we'll be doing more of those uh, from our last trip, and then we'll have some more stuff, obviously, uh, from our upcoming trip when we go with Jeremy and Rhonda. So, mm-hmm. be tons of stuff coming your way.
0: Woohoo! So. Including.
1: I have an idea. I haven't decided if this is going to be just Club 32 or if it would be like a vlog, but I got an idea for something Kenny G-related involving like playing the saxophone.
0: Because, of course, you do.
1: If you listen to Diz Dudes, you'll understand. And if you don't, then you should.
0: Well, all right. look forward to hearing about that <clears throat> whenever that You won't as comes. much hear about it as you'll just see or just, it. I'll just see it. It'll <clears throat> much
1: be like... When I was in college and I gave a presentation one time, you had to do a how-to, like, it was a PowerPoint presentation. And it was like how to do something. And everyone chose, like, how to bake cookies or whatever. And I decided to do mine on how to defeat a bear. And uh, <laughs> half the class thought it was hilarious. And the other half of the class probably was wondering why I was not institutionalized. And uh, so probably be the similar reaction of this would be my guess. But uh, it'll probably happen pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So it might be just okay. Club thirty two or Club thirty two first and then everybody else, but something like that. Club thirty two for sure will get it first. But
0: But that that'll be that'll be later, so all right, well that's all I have for today. Thank you everybody for listening or watching. Thank you, Jared, for rambling on about getting G.
1: I didn't even really ramble that much.
0: Okay, well that was enough for me. So
1: Kenneth I, I think it's <laughs> only I call him Kenneth G. <laughs> I keep it proper. You're welcome, by the way.
0: (laughs) And um, as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks.
1: Bye.